I'm Jen Mall, and welcome to Nurse Connect. I am an RN and a board certified nurse coach. I believe that connecting with others is essential to living a happy and fulfilled life, and that sharing our stories not only helps us to heal ourselves, but also helps others by inspiring hope and optimism. I am so grateful to share stories of these incredible nurses on their journey, and I encourage you to find a way to share yours too. Thanks for listening in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Jen Ma with Nurse Connect Podcast, and today I have Michaela with me. Welcome. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have this conversation. I have already loved chatting with you off the mic, so I can't wait to see where we go today. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I'd love for if you could just talk with us a little bit about how your journey in nursing got started and a little bit about what you do now. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's such like a question to unpack. It's always like the loaded <laughs> totally. question of like, who are you? And it's like, some days I don't even know. <laughs> um, but I have been a registered nurse by degree for about three years. I graduated from the University of Iowa with my bachelor's mm-hmm. degree. Um, I started as a new grad nurse in North Carolina. So I packed up all my things as soon as I graduated, took NCLEX and moved a thousand miles away from oh my all my gosh. family, all my friends, insert February, 2020, everything shut down, probably not even two weeks after I had moved to North Carolina. Wow. So <laughs> not only did I not know anybody there, I wasn't able to go out and do anything to like network or connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually took the position I did because I was super excited about their new grad residency program. I like really understood the power of like being in a group of people mm-hmm. to like ha- kind of help foster like that change. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so supported in this new grad role. Like it's going to be great. Um, and then obviously like 2020 mm-hmm. didn't happen the way anybody thought it was going to. Right. Um, so everything from my residency was virtual. I felt like I was really lacking mm-hmm. like the connection and mm-hmm. just like the transition facilitation of like, here, I see you, I support you. Um, so it was just kind of like chaos. And yeah. I'm sure anybody who graduated around that same time can relate. Um, so I always felt like I did nursing differently. Even in nursing school, I never really adopted the belief or the mindset of like, you have to sacrifice your family time or your friend time or working in order to like get good grades. Like I was an average student, but I'm an excellent Mm -hmm. advocate for my patients. I'm an excellent communicator. I'm an excellent space holder. Um, And so I kind of tried to start to figure out like, how can all of these like soft skills that I really Mm -hmm. enjoy transfer to, you know, my practice as a nurse, as a bedside nurse. Um, So I stayed at bedside for two years Mm -hmm. I kind of transitioned around to different units thinking oh maybe if I go here then I'll feel Mm -hmm. happy or if I go here then I'll feel happy Um, and there was still always like that void that was missing so then I was like oh if I go do travel nursing then I'll be happy (laughs) (laughs) you know I you know it was like always like kind of chasing that next career change I got into travel nursing and I had the worst burnout I've ever Mm. experienced in my first assignment working straight night shift I was commuting pretty far Um, it was air quotes, local contract, but definitely was still a pretty lengthy commute. Um, and I was night shift scrolling and I came across the Nurse Coach Collective. It was like, be a part of nurses who care about personal growth and, you know, educating their patients. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is too good to be true. I was like, yeah. I don't think, I don't think this part of nursing exists. Like right. I've never encountered this. So I kind of went down the rabbit hole of figuring out what that program entailed. And I took that certification course. And honestly, it just 
open my eyes to mm-hmm. how many opportunities there are in nursing and really learning how to integrate the skills that I thoroughly enjoy mm-hmm. um, into my everyday bedside practice. So I've been um, at bedside for the last three years. I've been a travel nurse for a little over a year. Um, and I'm actually in my transition out of full-time nursing ah. as we speak. So that is super exciting. Amazing. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like my nursing journey. Great. <laughs> uh, great. There's a lot of little caveats in between there, but yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And I want to get to all those little nuggets because I know there's some other good <laughs> stuff that you're doing too. So tell me a little bit about um, what you've been seeing with new grads over the last few years. Um, Cause I am a nurse educator and it's, and I actually worked in a new grad program in 2020 as well. And uh, gosh, it's like heartbreaking to see our little, and I, and I, I don't, I hate the term baby nurse, but at the same time, it's yeah. like, we have these little fledgling nurses that have come out during the pandemic or, or shortly after in the 2021 and 2022, and things were still very mucky. And mm-hmm. gosh, that is really tough. Now, have you worked much with new grads in that space and kind of helped at all with the, that transition? Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite populations to work with as mm-hmm. a nurse coach and in my private nurse coaching practice, um, because I think there's such a big gap in that transition. Mm-hmm. You know, we get so hyper fixated on passing NCLEX and learning the skills that we really forget that like the center of your practice, whether you work at the clinic or you work bedside is you and who you mm-hmm. are and just the way that you carry yourself and the way that you steward your energy. And so that's one of my favorite things to just bring awareness to when it comes to new grads. And I find that a lot of new grads, you know, they are so eager and so excited yeah. and also very timid and afraid yes. because of, I don't want to say, I don't want to blame it on social media, but social media kind of, yeah, creating this like negative picture of bedside nursing and burnout. And while I do believe that those things do exist, um, we're not victims to a broken system. We Mm. have the ability at any chance, like any opportunity to do things differently. And I think it all starts with self. Um, And I think a lot of new grads just lack that self-awareness of, who they are, mm-hmm. what they bring to the table, and realizing that their license is powerful because of them and that mm-hmm. individual, not the skills per se. Um, so just like learning how to integrate soft and hard skills and how that translates into a career and also like career development or career opportunities. Um, out of my personal experience with nursing school was like bedside or die. <laughs> it was like, yeah. here are all of your clinical rotations. They're all going to be at bedside. Um, you should go to bedside nursing when you graduate and have fun. <laughs> right. But that's uh, not the reality. There are so right. many options in nursing. And that's always been a, a blessing that I've kind of owned is that, man, I could do anything I want as a nurse. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. pretty cool if you to open your, your eyes a little bit and expand out to what different roles could look like. And mm-hmm. that's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it really just takes like that curiosity mindset of mm-hmm. like, what else is out there? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, lack of the education system, maybe not, maybe it's mm-hmm. just like lack of awareness and like, mm, I don't want to say discipline, but almost mm-hmm. like, you know, just that self-awareness and that self-direction of like, you have to go out there and explore. Nobody's going to do it for you. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And that there is a little bit of fear that comes along with that, but that can, that's normal and natural that mm-hmm. if yeah. you're feeling a little nervous about something, but it also excites you, it's okay to kind of get curious and explore that a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, really just like, I think 
something that I wish I would have done sooner is Mm -hmm. really sit down and take inventory of like, these are the skills that I really thoroughly enjoy doing. These are the skills that people are coming to me and asking for help with. Um, And these are the ones that I'm like, "Mm, no, thank you. (laughs) I have no desire to do that ever again. And just learn how to integrate more of those skills that do excite you. Even, you know, it doesn't have to be a big career change. It's something you can shift in your everyday practice. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. And so kind of tag, on to this. Um, you have a podcast, um, which I believe you started as a fairly new grad. And I imagine you probably have lots of tips and tricks and, and things on there for newer nurses or, or nurses in general. So would you mind sharing a little bit about that? Yeah. So my podcast is called Built to Be You. Um, and really the center and the foundation of it is, you know, just personal growth in being yourself and really, you know, learning more about yourself, learning how to connect more inward with yourself. And as a new grad going through nursing, new grad life uh, in a pandemic, I was feeling lonely and isolated. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I did really well at energy management and mm-hmm. just like habits and movement and meal prepping and the little things that really do impact mental and physical yes. health. And I would look around me and everybody would just be so like negative, complaining. I don't want to be here. I hate being here. I never move my body. I never meal prep. I spend every waking moment complaining. I clock in and I'm projecting all over everybody. You know, like we all can think of that person that like once you get onto the unit, like as soon as they clock in, like, oh, like watch out. Like here we are, like another day in paradise. And like while there is some like lightheartedness to that, it's also like really important to be aware of the energy that you bring. Mm -hmm. And so again, like just starting with yourself and learning about yourself and how you create energy, how you manage your health and, you know, just learning the power of, you know, physical movement, whether that's Mm -hmm. walking, running, I'm a run coach. So like, I'm a huge advocate for running and, you know, using that as an outlet, but just finding a space for yourself to recreate energy, however you need it. Um, I think is probably one of the most important things in that transition period, because it's easy to get lost or caught up Mm -hmm. in this orientation and the skills checklist and all of these things. And it's like, but if you're not taking care of yourself, how are you showing up to those things? Yes. Yes. That is one of my big messages. I had my own burnout experience and physical movement was the the thing that finally um, got me like that turning point where I realized Mm -hmm. that like I had to manage my energy better. And for me, physical movement is a huge way I do that. And so as I kind of, um, informally coach in my organization and work with nurses and with newer nurses and experienced nurses. That's one of the biggest things. Like, what are you doing for physical movement? Oh, I I walk around so much at work. I said, no, no, no. Intentional time. How are you physically moving your body, you know, and making time for that. And like you said, eating well and mentally and emotionally managing your energy. And that's, it's just so critical to do that. Just get swept up into everything. Absolutely. And I love that you said like the intention behind the movement, because mm-hmm. I think that's so, so important. And a lot of times people tend to be like, I'm already burnt out. I'm already working 36 mm-hmm. plus hours a week. So you want hard. Me to do what? Like I'm already exhausted. And it's like, I always think about like the end feeling in mind. Like mm-hmm. how do you want to feel when you lay your head on your pillow at night? Or how do you want to yeah. feel when you clock out of your shift? And then kind of reverse engineering the habits or the things or the intentions that are going to help you create that end feeling. Yeah. Um and knowing that a lot of times, like, 
it's not going to be just the thought that gets you through. It's like mm-hmm. you really just have to take that first step, whether that's going for a walk, pushing play on a workout at home, going to yeah. the gym, finding a group fitness class, um, you know, insert your parallel there. But it's so important to, especially like when you're in burnout, like the burnout talks, like the burnout is Exhausting. so loud. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's yeah. always going to try to be louder than yeah. what you truly desire or what you truly deserve. And you just have to learn how to, show up anyways yeah um, and know that the showing up is going to look different <laughs> it's not about like you know being super mean or hard on yourself or shameful or guilty it's like be gentle and kind yeah and still take action <laughs> yeah even if it's just one small thing because they can be super overwhelming uh, I've been on a personal development journey for a very long time probably going on five years so I've built up some great habits over the years and I am it's sustainable for me now and so I know even on those days when I do not want to move my body I know I will feel better after I do it so that's ingrained but it didn't start that way it started with getting up 15 minutes earlier and just you know doing some stretching and so slowly over time though you know, been able to add on habits. So I think sometimes people get so overwhelmed with like, oh, I've got to be working out for an hour a day and I've got to be mm-hmm. prepping all my food. And it doesn't need to be that much that quickly. Just start slow and low with your expectations and, yeah. you know, just kind to yourself. And then eventually you'll, you'll have much better habits and sustainable uh, wellness for yourself. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's so true. I think that we often tend to downplay mm-hmm. the power of just like small habits. Like mm-hmm. you said, even if it's 15 minutes earlier to get up and like actually do your full like morning face or facial routine or oh yeah, actually being able to like brush your teeth without like rushing through and like spitting it in the sink and running out the door. Yeah. It's like, you know, just those mindful moments of just slowing down and being like this time in this space is for me and for me only. Yeah. I know that I'm going to go to these next 12 hours and give, give, give. So like, what can I do just right now? Yeah. Um, you know, something as simple as like blasting yeah. your favorite tunes on the way into yeah. work. Like, Get you know, and, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it, it, it's the little things that are super easy to do, but also super easy not to do, especially if you're not aware. Absolutely. Yeah. Mindful moments. I just love that. That's the term that I use <laughs> as well. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It's mm-hmm. these little things over time that really do add up. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I just like, in, in like the mindfulness also comes like from what I'm saying, like when you clock into your work, like mm-hmm. projection, like being aware mm-hmm. of how your energy is impacting everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not to say that every day is going to be like rainbow sure. and butterflies, like you're allowed to be a human, you're allowed to have hard days, yeah. you're allowed to have low energy. Um, but just taking inventory, <laughs> I think mm-hmm. is really, really transformational. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about what you're headed into now. So you said you're you're finishing up your travel assignment and you're moving completely away from bedside nursing? Not completely away. Okay. I'm, I, I'm shifting away from full-time nursing. Okay. Um, I have just had like a lot of this like push and pull resistance mm-hmm. um, when it comes to just like schedule and having so many passions and projects that I'm working mm-hmm. outside of bedside nursing. I was supposed to be with my contract at the end of March and I was like okay I'll just resign one more time and yeah then leave. and so like I kept like moving the end date of like this will be my exit this will be my exit and so <laughs> finally I was like 
you know, I just really had to like feel it within my body and be like, mm. this, this is what I need to support my soul, my energy, my purpose, okay. my passion. Ooh. Um, yeah. So I just finished my contract, but today's Monday, I finished my contract on Thursday. Um, so it's still kind of like settling in, um, future plans is I'm just going to create a career as a nurse that I'm really obsessed with. I'm really focusing on doing more of the skills and projects that I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, Having more control and autonomy over my schedule is like a really, really big thing for me, especially being Mm -hmm. out here in Colorado. I don't want to work weekends. I don't want somebody (laughs) else to tell me when to clock in. And so I'm just starting to realize how much agency I guess we have as humans, Mm -hmm. Um, especially as nurses. Like, we are incredible. We have so many opportunities yeah. and it's like, we just put ourselves in this box of yeah. bedside travel nursing or travel nursing or the clinic or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I'm tired of adhering to this yeah. belief system. <laughs> wow. Wow. I just love that. Cause it's, it's so refreshing, um, especially as a newer nurse, like mm-hmm. to, to, and I think probably because of the time you came into nursing, it was pure chaos yeah. and the whole <laughs> model has really shifted of healthcare mm-hmm. or we're seeing that shift. Right. And we're seeing how um, critical it is to care for ourselves because truly if we're not caring mm-hmm. for ourselves, we can't really give freely to be able to take care of others, even though that's where a lot of us feel very passionate about. Um, But it's just, I love that you're, you're like busting out of that box. And, um, you know, we don't, we don't have to conform to that because that's what's normal. Um, I love it. Yeah. So a lot of exciting things, like I said, I have my private nurse coaching practice. So I work with a lot of wide variety of nurses in that format. Um, I have a run coaching business. So my business partner and I are both travel nurses currently. Cool. Um, so we're excited. We have a lot of fall community events coming up. Mm. I have my podcast I'm working on growing. Um, and then I'm just kind of doing like odds and ends things. I stayed PRN at the hospital that okay. I was at. Um, but again, it's just like control over my schedule. I like mm-hmm. love the unit. I love the people that I work with. So, but it was just like a, it was like an autonomy thing. I was like, I'm ready cool. to take back control of, you know, my schedule and my life. And then I, I do some odds and ends things at this recovery studio. It's great mm-hmm. free services for me in exchange for being in an environment that people actually care about their health. It's like, yeah, I'm blowing. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? What is the recovery environment? Tell me more about that. Um, it's just like a recovery studio. So can... they do cold plunge, they do oh, cool. saunas, they do mobility classes, deep myofascial tissue rolling. If you're in the Denver area, check out Upswell Studio. Plug. Um, so it's great. I mean, it's just like so synergistic, especially, mm-hmm. you know, I get to help out with some of like the community collaboration running events. So like, Neat. you know, it just kind of like scratches all the itches. But the other morning, yeah. <laughs> it was a Saturday and I had like finished my contract and I'm like, folding towels and I'm like that <laughs> imposter syndrome creeped in like you did not go to school for four and a half years to fold towels but I was like so stoked to be there because yeah. I was like the environment is so welcoming the people are synergistic wow. and I was like this is what it's about it's about finding mm-hmm. ways to just fill your cup and connect with like mm-hmm. that purpose and those passions and those skills even if it's not quote unquote using your nursing degree there's so many transferable yeah. skills <laughs> yeah and i have to imagine that if you're filling up your bucket with all these other things that when you are doing patient care it probably makes you an even better nurse because you're Absolutely. you are so full that you're truly mm-hmm. giving that mm-hmm. that to others and um, that's a pretty beautiful gift yeah, it really is. And I, I feel like that's been the biggest shift in the last, I would say, six to eight months of, you know, still being at bedside, but, mm-hmm. you know, learning other things that fill me up is like, 
sure I have my days where you know I do feel like I do struggle with burnout like I'm a human mm-hmm. I overbook yeah. myself I stretch myself yeah. too thin um, but I'm aware and yeah. I I truly do believe yeah I'm a better nurse I'm a better co-worker because of the way that I take care of myself and the way that I steward yeah. my energy outside of work and I just think it's beautiful that in bedside nursing gets to still be energetic and fulfilling um, yeah. you don't have to sacrifice yourself yeah yeah because in the end, we all probably came into this profession as nurses so that we could feel that way and actually feel connected and fulfilled. Um, and a lot of things along the way chipped away at that. So it's cool to be able to see your passion and to be able to still give that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's cool because it's like, you know, everything kind of coexists. It's like, you're mm-hmm. not just like a nurse and then a podcaster and right. a mom, and, you know, they, they all, they all coexist. And so there's like a lot of skills that I learn through podcasting or mm-hmm. through business uh, that I use as a bedside nurse and vice versa. Um, so just like looking for those opportunities to kind of like scratch that itch of like things you're really excited to do. Yeah. Super cool. Well, thank you so much. As we're kind of wrapping things up, is there anything else that you uh, feel a burn to share with our group today? Man, I don't know. I would just say, you know, never settle in a career that seems mm-hmm. okay or that check marks the boxes uh, there like nursing is so wide and vast and there's mm-hmm. truly so many opportunities. And if you don't see it, you can create it. Um, and I think that that is one of the most beautiful things. Cause it's mm-hmm. like the opportunities never end. They only end when you make the decision to quit looking for them. Um, so yeah, I would say That's just go good. out there and explore. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that. Thank you. Cause I, I, it's so true. And um, yeah, sometimes it's a little scary, but there's just so much opportunity out there and it, uh, it hurts my heart when I see people really stuck in a place yeah. um, and I see the potential in them and I know that they can do it. But sometimes until, you know, you can kind of see that for yourself, um, you are stuck. So it's, it's such a great reminder that there really is endless opportunity. So true. Awesome. Well, I yeah. appreciate the work that you're doing and the message that you're sharing as well. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right. It's been awesome chatting with you today and we'll see you guys later. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.